and he grabbed a, a like a bit of a stem of a long bit of grass and held it out like it was a sword yeah. and just to no one or the whole park went stop in the name of the penis <laughs> <laughs> they're just two parents who happen to be dads one called harley the other one is wads it's not really wads it's wade but wade doesn't rhyme with dads it's shitting with the door open this podcast is like parenting. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I didn't really know what I was saying yesterday, and now I can't get out. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is shitting with the door open. That laugh is Wade Duffin. Oh, I'm Harley Breen. Two great dads. Just two of the best dads. Two top shelf dads. If you go to the Dad Awards, we're right up the front. (laughs) Johnny come lately, sitting up the back like the dog is. (laughs) Wade and I, front and centre. Who else is there in the front row of best dads? (sighs) Barry and Alec. God. He's a rubbish dad, isn't he? He sent his son, his only son to earth, and we just put him on a cross. Sorry, JC. (laughs) Oh, so I was kid. Claire's been away again. Oh, yep. Four days. Yes. Uh, The nature of her job. Nature of her job. And, you know, like I talk about it a lot. So I'm not going to get too much into it. It's fine. You're just on your own. Uh, Just a moment with the girls. It was pretty good. Uh, on Saturday night, I had a sleepover with um, PJ in the lounge room. Oh, yes. It was very good. How so did go- a slumber party. A slumber party. Just me. I was going to get Cinnamon in there as well, but she's 80 months old. She's just a bit too young. Yeah. She wouldn't get that it was like we sit here and we... Well, I, Dad has you know quiet time. <laughs> well, this one watches the movie. <laughs> Effectively, I'd have to do more parenting. <laughs> Effectively, all you did was let her watch movies later than normal. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Which but is sick when you're that. I age. bought like a, a mattress into the lounge. I let her a chocolate, which is a very rare treat for her. Yeah. Uh, got some like chips that we had, and then. For like days building up to it, she's like, Is it a sleepover night? Sleepover night? No, no, it's Saturday. Sleepover, sleepover? No, no, it's Saturday. Calm your farm, mate. Fucking Jesus. <laughs> Just mate. relax, mate. Just relax, mate. Uh, and then the night of the sleepover, like uh, I put Silla to bed. She's like, Is it happening? I'm like, It's happening. And she was just went mental like she could not stop like running around and hugging me and yeah. giving me kisses. You built this up too much. <laughs> oh, mate, it was the best. It was unbelievable. We, uh, I let her like FaceTime Claire, you know, because Claire oh, yeah. was away. Uh, and the simplest was... things are absolutely joyous when you're that age. The idea of sleeping in a lounge room when you're a three year old is like mind blowing because you do that in your bedroom. That's but when right. you're a 37 year old and you're sleeping in the lounge room, it's because you had a few too many beers and you thought you could watch a movie and you couldn't, and you woke up four hours later with a crook neck and a whole lot of regret. So she's running around. She's losing her mind. She's giving me these hugs and kisses. And she comes up to me and she says, This special occasion needs hugs by Penny Duffin because I'm the best hugger in the world. And then she just fucking like gave me like a thousand hugs. It yes. was the best. Referred to herself in the third person and then just gave me hundreds of hugs. Yeah, you've, you've achieved a, a, a comedy milestone. Yeah. But she was understanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slight, no, nah, maybe she's... 
She uh, just locked onto that one. She just knows it's going to be chocolate, so she's giving me <laughs> as many hugs as she can. And it was the best. It was so nice. I fucking, yeah, we really um, had a good thing. But I put on Finding Nemo for her. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it was a bit too, she found it a bit much. Did she? Yeah. She, I forget she's only like it's three and a half. And the sharks, that's a scary scene. Yeah. I don't even like that scene. I'm away. <laughs> and when they go through the jellyfish. Uh, we didn't get up to there. Yeah, well, it is. We got up to You're the, lucky, unfortunate, that you didn't get up to there. <laughs> they give her nightmares forever. We got up to the scene with, like, the... There's the fish with the giant mouth and the light on its head. Horrible! The creepy fucking fish. A genuine, like, scary Dad, moment. I'll turn it off. I'm like, yeah, all right. And we ended up watching some shit show called Winks about fairies who fight Fuck. crime. But really, it's about shitty oh, fairies. I just remember that I've made it through all of that shit programming stage of life. And then I just remember... Oh, you've got to do it again. again. You've got to do it all again. Oh. It's coming at you. That's Quick. why Heath and I wrote Captain Fun Pants. Because it's great. Because we're just sick of watching that kids' entertainment. That was such a fun show. Well, we were just like, oh, man, I, if I have to go to another one of these fucking shows or watch another <laughs> one of these stupid bloody TV shows where adults just dress up like fucking morons and patronise children. Fuck up. Just walk on stage, push them over. Well, we're leaving. We wanted to start. We wanted to start a uh, a fight within kids entertainers and stage, <laughs> but just to give us an excuse to fight the Wiggles, <laughs> I kick their fucking ass. Oh mate, she loves Emma Wiggle. Loves oh. the yellow, the new Emma. Well, I'm not going to go Big too fan. aggressively on that. They've, they've changed the game there. Yeah, yeah. All right, tough guy, eh? <laughs> Beating up Emma Wiggle, oh, the big man over here. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Fun Pants in jail <laughs> For beating up Emma Wiggle Man, what a great headline that would be <laughs> uh, uh, And that was it, that was it And then the next day Oh fuck, the next day actually Wasn't a great day for me Girls were fine I was not in a good headspace And Claire just keeps sending me texts Send me a photo I miss the girls Send me a photo oh, Send me a yeah. photo But I had to take them to like some school fate down the road They had like rides and shit And, yep. and stuff And I wasn't well, enjoying to be fair Lots of photo opportunities Mate, I'm watching two girls. Yeah. I, every time I got to use my phone, I got to take my sunglasses off. I got the two girls. Yeah. Like it's all a hassle. <laughs> like there's nothing about it that's not a hassle. And she's like, "Just send me some photos." I'm like, "I can't text, watch the girls at the same time." But clearly, I can do both. I'm not an idiot, <laughs> but I was just so frustrated. I was just Your like, reason a, to not take the photos. Then I've got to take my glasses off and well, then press I can't a see. I can't see. I can't see my phone with the sunglasses on. Yeah, but that's so I got to take them two off. Two actions that you have to do. Um, Sylvie won't let me put her down PJ's like moaning Because I won't let her go on any of the rides Because like She is too small to go on by herself Scylla was just small to, too small to go on So like She couldn't go on the rides And then she's like Oh let's just have lunch here And I'm like Mate there's no way we're having lunch here You're not going to eat anything I've got this fucking Scylla over here And so I just said Nah we'll go home You made a bad decision I may I've made many bad decisions <laughs> That is not That's just life <laughs> I was making but Everyone I find makes that bad decisions I There's there's the the situations where you're meant to be taking photos, and I get home and there's no photos. And I'm, like, yeah. well, I, and I'm angry at myself, going, now I don't have that memory to put on Facebook or any other. Yeah. Like, oh no, I was just in it. Yeah, I was just in the moment, and I don't. We don't put really put the girls on. No, you don't. So much like we might put on the back of their heads or when they're really young. Uh, but if you look at my phone, there's thousands of photos of the girls. If you look at Claire's phone, there's thousands of photos yeah. of the girls. So sometimes I just want to say to her, just look at an old photo. 
Just look at one from yesterday. Yeah. They haven't changed. Yeah. They're exactly the same. They're just in a different location. But I totally hear where she's coming from. She you, misses you, them like crazy. Sure. When they're when you're away from the child, that's a, all you want is it's Stockholm syndrome on the child. That's what it is. Absolutely. You're in Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. Having two adults with two completely different upbringings and two different ways of looking things. And just because you've come together as a partner doesn't mean that you don't still see things slightly differently. Oh. And then you're trying to raise two kids who are completely different and they see things differently. There's always going to be like a little bit of tension. You know what I mean? Did like I? I'm, I've really just like leapt uh, up like four notches from, oh, it's annoying when Claire wants me to send her photos and I can't be bothered, which is, you know, like it's it's a silly little thing. Sure. But now it's kind of like you've got four different personalities all trying to fucking go the yes. same way. Yeah. And the two little ones, they have no idea. They're just spinning around in circles. So yeah. So you've just got to try and fucking herd them. The youngest one at the moment, oh, my God, she just will not stop saying no. And if you say no to her for anything, she loses her mind. Just absolutely... No, Sylvia, you can't put that knife in your mouth. And she's like, no. Tantrum. Tantrum, like every time. Yeah. And you just kind of like ignore it. You just got to keep going, no, no, no. Because she doesn't respond to any kind of discipline. Like there's nothing that I could do that I've tried so far <laughs> where she's gone, oh, yeah, Dad. Well, what a great point. Yeah, you know? I think the best move in those But she is only 18 months old. On any age of child is... After I try every other sort of thing to, to, and rip my hair, I just walk away. That's what you're going to do. And then when when it starts, Leonard's still now, and here's the tantrum. I'm like, but I'm off. Yeah, I'm out. That's the I best. Don't know if that's the best thing, but it's certainly what I do. Man, I with PJ now, I encourage her. Like, if she's getting really upset about to throw a tantrum, I try to get her to breathe. Yeah. And if right. she can't do that, I'm just like, just go. You're not in trouble. Like, I yep. understand you're going through. Like, you've got a lot of, a lot of emotions. Yeah. I'm here to help. If I can't help you, just take yourself into your bedroom, have yeah. some quiet time, uh, and then when you're ready to talk about it, just come back to me. And that seems to be working quite well. I do the same, but without those words. <laughs> I say seriously mate just go to your fucking room because I can't <laughs> so it's the same it's the sentiment it's the same there. thing I'm just getting it out succinctly you're just fucking not wasting any words just fucking straight to the point but of course Sylvia Silo's Sil- way too young for all that you know she's yeah. 18 months old and PJ was talking really well at her age like people would say oh well PJ's got like a great vocabulary so I just assumed Silva would as well but she's just like normal dum-dum status well, I think we've also talked about that. I didn't talk until I was almost three uh, because I had two older siblings. Yeah, they wow. Just, they just did it all for me. And when I started talking, I just... just didn't stop. Yeah, exactly. It was just non-stop. But full sentences. I didn't... Oh, I right. wasn't fucking around. Because it wasn't like, nah, nah, please. It was like, give me no. a banana, Mavis. Yeah, I was walking fucking in the kitchen. Fucking hook me up. Yo, Mave. <laughs> Where's the bendy yellow fruit at? Got a little junk in the trunk there, Mave. <laughs> Time to hit the treadmill, love. Like, oh, crikey, Pete. <gasps> I wouldn't have said that to my mother. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a text from my mother. Hi, Wade. Have you listened to your podcast today? (laughs) (laughs) Hope you enjoyed uh, yesterday's podcast. Special edition. Special edition. The very best of the best. (laughs) (laughs) Just 32 minutes of great banter between friends. The laughs, the cries. I liked how much I featured in it. (laughs) 
<laughs> but on that point about you, when you're a couple, you come together and you've got two different parenting styles. That actually comes from two different people. So you've got four parenting styles being yep. jammed into the one task. That's right. And the uh, yeah, I don't know if I've said this uh, before, but there, I, I heard I heard it. Um, I think in an interview. Something about relationship breakdown, yeah, and the the percentage of those that are a result of um, unmet expectation. Ah, and I found it like maybe it was an article I was reading, and I actually the guy goes that was writing the article, he stopped. Um, he was listening to a guy give a speech and he stopped listening because it resonated with him so much. Yeah. And I did the same as I read it. I just stopped reading. Like, <laughs> I don't even need to know anything more. <laughs> Somebody may have just, in some kind of inception, heard me say that and go, I don't need to hear any more about this either. <laughs> but it's so absolutely clear that yeah. you will have a, a breakdown because you have an idea about what you want and your partner has an idea about what you want, yeah. what they want, and neither of you have communicated that. And then... Further down the line, you're both pissed off about something you don't even realise, and then pfft, it's over. Oh, and it's the same with I, I think the, those problems Quickly. are compounded with parenting because a lot of it you don't even verbalise it. You're just going through it day yeah. by day, having a crack at yeah. each problem, and you're sort of just solving problems as they arise and yes. just managing those situations, but not really sitting down and going, "Oh, hey, this is how I would like to parent." Yeah. Because of these reasons, which and mostly then, will be either uh, a response to how you were brought up or yeah. because you like the way you were brought up. Yeah. And then, yeah, of course, like my partner and your partner would have the exact same thing. Well, this is how I'd like to do it. Yes, of course. But Claire and I are two, you know, we've got two, we're pretty similar, but we've also got very different styles in some ways. Yeah. And yeah, it's, I don't know, it's always going to cause a little bit of conflict, uh, but never... I guess we've never really had a massive blue about parenting. No. We've never really had like a huge argument. We've had disagreements uh, about certain things. And now I can't even remember what those certain things were. Now, I I think I have, we have our moments of um, disagreements, I guess, within day-to-day stuff. But like I said, it's it's such a, a job... Of tiny moments, yeah, they all go together to become this grander thing that you're doing. So when you're in those tiny moments, and you're you're always in the tiny moments, yeah, it's there's not, not very much often need I can for a discussion about it. So, yeah. well, how would you like to sit the child in a certain way at the table, whatever? Blah blah blah. You're not you're not running through a committee meeting for each one of those decisions. No, everything's almost reactive. Yeah, like it's like almost instinctive. Like how I parent, it's like, all right, we'll do this, this, and this. It's not like I. A lot of the time I don't sit there and go, all right, well, here's a situation that's happening. Like yeah. uh, PJ standing on the table. Now, how am I going to solve this problem? I just solved the problem. Get the child off the table. Instinctively. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe that changes and there's cause for more discussion as children get older, obviously. Yes. Uh, and then you're making bigger decisions or you're you're solving bigger behavioral issues. Yeah. Like Leonard. Yeah. Um, there's some... Uh, I would call it respect issues. Yeah. That in the the primal part of my brain, I want to solve by kicking him through the back door. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not constructive at all. Uh, but I, 
Yeah, he gets a challenge on the Well, I don't know how to deal with this. This guy's it's the first time that he's ever existed in the world. So That's right. He needs a very specific um, set of circumstances and, and yeah. repercussions to those to deal with all those problems. Yeah. And we haven't even got a fucking diploma that we can go and do to get some parenting. No. You just there should be some it. kind of weekend short course. <laughs> I wouldn't go. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you're turning up to that. <laughs> I'm sorry, is this compulsory? No, it is recommended, but it's not compulsory. That's what you're saying. So I don't have to be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what happens if I don't go? Well, you know. Later, Poindexter. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, nerd. <laughs> Get on your dick, brave. <laughs> What'd you say, Dad? Um, oh, that's going to be hard to get out of you. Uh, uh, too good. Dad said dick, Brad. Yeah. We uh, took PJ to do like this three and a half year old test, or she's like 3.8. They've got like different stages that you can do it. The Brigance test. Yes. I think it's called the Brigance, the Brigance. Somebody listening will probably know. Uh, well, and tell a friend about it because we don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That is the correct response. Uh so we took uh, PJ in there and she has to do like all these like tests and you know, like she's standing on like one foot and she's drawing circles and she's counting and she's yeah. like recognizing numbers and yeah. saying sentences, describing She's things. a human. She's a human being doing what little humans being do. Yeah. Better than some though, I'd imagine. Ah, uh, well, I'm yeah. glad you brought that up. Right. So at the end, <laughs> otherwise I wouldn't have brought the story. If she failed, you know where this story's going. If she failed, I would have brought it up. If she overachieves, I bring it up. If she's somewhere in the middle, what's the point of that? No one's talking about it. That's not a story. No one wants to know about average Jane. <laughs> I'm sure you're loved. So uh, over 88 uh, is in the like possibly uh, you know like it's in, it's in the overachiever it's like in the yeah. high the gifted either a genius or a sociopath either one I'd yeah. be happy with you know what I mean <laughs> something to talk about you know what they're gonna get on with some stuff they're <laughs> <laughs> gonna create some things under 38 is the uh, they may need a little extra help oh that's a big gap between they're pretty great and they need a bit of help. That's but I think that's, that's just life. That's just life. Isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, so she uh, snuck in at 89. 89. One yeah. point. One point. You know what I like about that? She's not showing off. Well, She's no. just a bit better than others. But they give you a point for standing on like one foot for like five seconds and a point for standing on the other foot for five seconds. So I don't... And also, the lady, the nurse, I have to say, she seems a bit generous with her scores. I don't know if she's right. supposed to be doing she it the way kids. she does it. Yeah. Maybe Seems like very a, subjective. Maybe like like a, a harsher nurse, but like <laughs> shut her down a wee bit more. But fuck that, my kids are just take it, mate. Take the win. It's the rootstock. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> As I said to you before we started recording, it's of no surprise to me she's Claire Hooper's child. <laughs> <laughs> I held her back by eleven points. <laughs> Yeah, if your gene bowl wasn't involved, fuck <laughs> me. <laughs> totally, I'll counter that with something that my child did on the way home from school yesterday. We're walking through the botanical gardens just near my house, yeah. And he grabbed a, a like a bit of a stem of a 
long bit of grass and held it out like it was a sword yeah. and just to no one or the whole park went stop in the name of the penis <laughs> <laughs> and I went sorry what mate he went I said stop in the name of the penis and I went, what does that mean and he goes well like in the name of the law but the penis. <laughs> and then me just trying to make sure we kept our heads around the idea of equality. I went, or stop in the name of the vagina. <laughs> <laughs> and he went, nah, we don't have a vagina, mate. Like, oh, stupid me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I didn't, like, it was one of those situations where I was like, should I deal with that? Is there a problem? And then I was like, nah. That's just a ridiculous thing to say. It's just a silly thing to You're say. You're an idiot. It was and I great. Had a lot of fun listening to it. Nah, that's not an idiot. That's fun. Then he climbed a tree. See, fuck. The girls aren't very physically uh, confident. Oh, you know. Well, my mate Heath Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> Looked after Leonard one day, and when I came back, he was like, "Tell you what, mate, that kid of yours, he lives vertically because <laughs> he's always up stuff." <laughs> Get it. <laughs> uh, but dude, genuinely, we're having a play date this afternoon um, with his mate Lenny from oh, school. Great. Leonard and Lenny coming back to the house, and Leonard loves playing across the road in the park. It's an excellent. It's a great park. park. It's a great park. <laughs> and he said, "Can we go to the tree? Because he, he always wants to go to the tree." And I'm like, "Can we just stay in our house?" Yeah, a house right here with a huge backyard and a big shed that you can play in. And, yeah, and, you know, there's stuff to do out there. And he's like, no, and fair enough. It, the, no park the, the park is the park is the park. It's mid. But I'm going to be over there with him. He's not quite at the age not to be there on his own. And we have these um, ratchet strap tie down ropes. Yeah. for loads on the back of the the truck that he ties up in the tree and uses as a swing. Really tied in. Yeah, and he uses like a. Like a set of something you'd see in gymnastics, you yeah. know, the rings. Does that out of the tree. And it's a little bit harem scare on him getting up there to put him up. And you know, <laughs> he just is fearless. And he said, can Lenny come to the tree? I was like, immediately I went, yep, that's a great decision. Let's go to the tree. It'll be um, easier for everyone. The two boys could tear around. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's someone else's kid. Yeah. I can't have someone else's kid falling out of the tree. No. I don't know what I'm meant to do. <laughs> because I look at my own kid and went, you're probably a bit young to be up there, but good on you. Do you have Lenny's parents' number? Well, I'll see them at the school this afternoon. Ah, right. I right. think I'm going to do a, hey, we tie ropes up into a tree about two stories up. Uh, yeah. And then Leonard stands on another uh, bit of branch that's about half a story off the ground and swings. Yeah. This huge pendulum. Just, yeah. He's going to climb up that height to tie the ropes off first. <laughs> and if he falls from there, well, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm walking away. <laughs> I'm not cleaning that mess up. That's not my problem. That is funny, like uh, the responsibility I guess you have when some other kids are at your house. You That's what scares me about, like, um, when we were talking about, like, uh, the drop and run. Yeah. I was like, fuck, man, you've got 20 kids at the house. Yeah. They were just dropping and running. Fuck Absolutely. that. You just open the door at parties you're talking about, weekend yeah. parties. Yeah. I'm at the stage now where I just slow down. To a comfortable crawl in the car, and I lean across him, and I open the door, and then just boot, boot. him. And I go, "That is yours for two hours. Don't forget the present." I just <laughs> like a grenade. <laughs> oh shit! Window. I was meant to send him to school with a present today. <laughs> oh, <Uh-oh. laughs> I'm man. I'm I'm at the end with that. 
like buying presents for other kids and then buying presents for my kid and uh, all this crap yeah. just keeps just coming into their house. Just keeps circulating. And you just you give crap to them. No one really thinks about it. Yeah. You do this last minute, whoa, grab that'll do. And yeah. you, you turn up and the kid throws it off to the side and they all just they go yeah, off and kids do it. have enough crap. There's so much There should crap. be like a blood in, blood out like kind of thing. Like you get something, you get rid of something. That's what I think. Like I think something comes into that room. That's fine. You choose something, it goes out. Yeah. Of don't equal size. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know what to do for Christmas this year because we're doing this huge family trip. Yeah. We're driving from Melbourne to Woodford Folk Festival. Amazing. Pumped about it. And it's a big deal uh, for, you know, all, all of the time we're taking to do it, the, the cost that that is, and the, the, the time there. I figure that's Christmas. Yeah. I don't need, but I don't know if I can look in the eyes of a seven year old and go, yeah, this is it, mate. You know, something small? I'll give him a drone. <laughs> <laughs> Let's face it. I'm giving myself a drone. <laughs> There'll be seven Did drones I've given him now. you a drone into like the Swan River? Yes, I crashed a $1,500 kit <laughs> into the Swan River. <laughs> because I was telling everyone I bought it to make a documentary of my tour of WA, which is indeed what I was doing. But I just bought it so I could have a drone. Yeah. Because I had a drone. Uh, too funny. We got distracted because I wanted to talk about uh, PJ's brigands test anymore. But all I wanted to say at the end of it was like the tests are they are what they are. Yeah. Like uh, I, I'd be more concerned like if she gets like a very a low score, apparently under thirty eight, they might need like a bit of help. Sure. And I'd be like, all right, well that's interesting to know. Yeah. But over the top of that, I'm like fuck, man. Like I don't know. Like if we gave her another, someone else took the test with her, would she get like a lower score? Blah yeah. blah blah. But I'm more impressed. I guess very long winded. But I'm more impressed with her imagination. Like that's yeah. what impresses me. Yeah. Like her stories that she tells me constantly. Like oh, they just the best. To test the imagination. No, and that's when I'm like, oh, why don't you test her imagination? Yeah. That's well. That's where I find like uh, like all the creativity is. That's totally. the sign of intelligence right there. Well, I personally think so. It's yeah. It, it plays into it's a job. kind of intelligence. Yeah. But it's one that I definitely like uh, can relate to more. But see, doing a test on a three and a half year old. Um, they've got to do standardised tests, yeah. Because it's three and a half. You got to. It's the same thing of uh, even for a baby. Yeah. Oh, he's in the ninety fifth percentile. Oh, yeah. is he? Okay. It means nothing. He's got this size head uh, uh, in terms of everybody else's size head. Oh, I don't care. He's never going to make. And PJ's had a leg up, which he's had like me at home with her constantly, as well as her mum, because her mum mainly works from home if she's yeah. not away. Yeah. Uh, so she's had like two parents there. Yeah. And, you know, like, we're reading and blah, blah. We've got, like, time to fucking, yes. you know, just to play and, and learn as we play, I guess. Like, we don't go out of our way to teach her stuff, but it just she picks it up and you read and blah, blah, blah. Uh, whereas another parent, another kid who's probably, you know, even brighter than PJ, maybe both their parents work. Maybe they don't have, like, time to spend that, you yes. know, uh, that time, I guess, with um, with their kid. And so they're going to school or on the test now, but then it's school at all. They're very silly, these tests. Well, that's right. Because that child, the scenario you just gave before, they they're not getting developed, no, uh, in any way. So they're going to show a poor score on the test, which means the test has no bearing. No, except your kid's pretty smart. Except what you want to take away from that story is yeah. your kid's shit, my kid's better. And let's be honest, Leonard would have got a thirty-nine. <laughs> <laughs> like just scraped in to the normal. He's just scraped to the normal. Leonard, <laughs> uh, wait, Leonard's great. He's bright. He's no, he's super bright in that level. Creativity, imagination, yeah. he's incredible. He's 
in terms of sitting down and any kind of focus, he's getting better. He's doing better, but he's there's still this. Uh, for him, I, I just think he's a staunch lone wolf. Yes, uh, in terms of personality, just he, he's got his own agenda and what he wants to do and where he wants to be and when it like if he wants so to do- reminds me of somebody I just can't <laughs> think of who it would be. Somebody who just struggled, you know, a little bit academically growing up, yes. but still quite bright, yes. and then just wanted to march to the beat of their own drum. Who's this? I want. I just. I can't think. It sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> I might have met him. Go on. Uh, Is he ruggedly handsome? Well, he's a little bit handsome. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I'm exactly like my son. Yeah, uh, and he's he's very similar. To me, and that, that I, I struggle with that the most too is I see him um, distracted, not listening uh, to me, to Hannah, to his teacher. I hear feedback that that's sort of happening. It's not a man, a massive issue, but it's it's a thing, and so I I can be quite hard on him and pull him up on it, yeah, and go, come on, mate, fuck, no, we're not doing that. And I'm like that, I did not respond to that when people yeah. were like that with me. I just, that wasn't the way through with me. The way through yeah. with me was be collaborative and come in and have a discussion with me. Yeah. Um, ask for my opinion. And yeah. then if you were going to teach me something, involve me in the process. Yes. Otherwise, I'm not listening. Yeah. But I am not doing that with my boy. I'm realizing this as I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking it up. I'm getting it wrong. Yeah. Well, I'm just putting a wall up to him. I'm like, stop it. Don't sit there. Listen. Look at me in the eyes. Listen. Where and this is goes back to what we were talking about before, like how instinctive and reactive we are. Yes. When probably we should maybe try and take a step back and, and a pause and go, all right, I'll take a breath. Because I encourage PJ to take a breath when she's frustrated. Fuck, I should take a breath. Breath yes, when she's frustrated. I take a breath. Just go, you know, yep. couple of, I don't need to deep breathe onto the. Uh, you can listen. Enjoy yourselves. Here we go. <sighs> <Ooh>. <sighs> That was smooth. <laughs> what were we talking about? I've gone all foggy. <laughs> uh, and try and, you know, and try and like uh, get a little bit calmer in the situation. Yes. Silo is, uh, especially with Sylvia, like she's just, like I realise, <laughs> I've talked about this before, how clingy she can be with Claire. And then when Claire's not there, how clingy she is with me. And it's just super frustrating. Yeah. It's just Uber, like she constantly wants to be held or picked up yep. or not held but not put down either. She just doesn't yeah. know what she wants. She's just like, Walter's doing that. It's, it's Yeah, it's super mental. I mean, he's half her age, but he's doing a lot of that. He yeah. needs all of that at the moment. And you're like, man, just be in the space. Yeah. Relax. Just but relax. Of course, they're babies. Still silly, even at 18 months. She's a baby. She's a baby. Yeah, and trying to communicate that is infuriating. And I feel like even... Um, you have reactions like that to a child of that age and it can inform how you treat the child even once they're well past that. Yeah. They're well past actually being that. Like Leonard, like he, I still treat him like he's having a tantrum like a child, uh, like a smaller child, like a toddler, but he's seven. He's not. He's frustrated. Yeah. And I should get down on his level and try and communicate what's the frustration. And it's probably me. Yeah. Because I haven't listened in the first place. Yeah. And um, I've come booming in with my agenda. This is what's happening now. Well, I'm yeah. not listening. And he's there going, but I just want to say something. Yeah. I'm a really shit parent. Nah. I'm the exact same. Like, uh, PJ you know, will be trying it. to get my... I'm going to have a whiskey. 
<laughs> PJ's draining in my attention And I'll be like talking to Claire or I'll be talking to PJ And then Claire will say something And we'll just start having a conversation And PJ gets so frustrated Because she's yeah. like I just we were, ha- we were talking Yeah And then she's just Dad You're not listening to me And I'm like PJ you don't talk to me like that But it's not her fault No you I've, did it I've done that yeah. I've wound her up And this isn't fucking Victorian times Where it's like uh, Children should be seen and not heard Absolutely This isn't fucking No you respect your kid well, this is the same thing that happens for us, and, and I've noticed it a few times, that Leonard is always being shushed for the conversation for Hannah and I. Yeah. And quite often, he, he was about to make a point, or he was saying something, and then it's like, no, you, you're quiet now. Yeah. Not your turn. So, well, actually. And I'm not talking Imagine about- saying that to an adult. Exactly. And I'm not talking about like if Claire and I are having a chat and she comes up. No, that's different. Like, and then she's got to say, excuse me if she wants my attention. Yeah. Got that a few. Uh, yes. I watch watch you do that with Leonard. Oh, well. Like that's completely different. Like that's uh no you are like uh Claire and I are having a chat, you can just wait and then I'll talk to you afterwards. No, I'll be having a conversation with PJ yeah. and then I'll just go, Oh no, this is more important. Yeah. When you know what well, normally is more important, to be it's, fair. Oh, oh, there's nothing a three and a half year old can tell you is as important at no, all. Let's no, not no. mince words on it. They've never said anything significant in the history of the minute. <laughs> but they're engaging with you and you're teaching them rudeness. Yeah, you're teaching them rudeness. By ignoring them. Oh, man, we were uh, playing with the Duplo the other day. This is where, like, PJ is at her best and Scylla was at her worst. Where PJ, we were playing with the Duplo and PJ had made, like, a village. She'd built all these little houses and just yeah. sat there around. Sick. Houses, quotation marks. She'd put some stuff there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what a critique. <laughs> houses. But she... Uh, <laughs> She had, she had made this village. Where's the door, dickhead? And I, 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 <laughs> I really liked it. It was great. Great. But PJ, she sees, Silo sees PJ playing with the Duplo. She's like, oh, I want to play with all that stuff. And I'm like, yeah. no, Silo, we'll play with this. Duplo, PJ's playing with that. Duplo, it's fine. Silo loses her mind, tries to get over there. And I'm like, no, Sylvia, you can't. And PJ had just finished going, no, Dad, keep her away, keep her away. Yeah. Sylvia starts crying. And then PJ's like, oh, and I'm like, Sylvia, knock it off. Just stop it. Like, I just kind of, yeah. like, lost it a little bit. And then PJ is like, oh, it's all right, Dad. If she has stuff, yeah, she can just break it. It's fine. She totally fucking sold me under the river. Wow. She sold me down the river. Yeah. She completely was just like, no, no, no. And I've got PJ's back. And then as soon as I, like, arc up at Sylvia, she's like, no, nah, Dad, you calm yourself. She called you a real piece of shit. Yeah. It's just Duplo, fucking dickhead. Oh, Fucking Mate, sh- shit, can't what a bad wingman. Oh. <laughs> Seriously. You were backing her up, but, but then she was, rolled on you. It was so nice. It, it, well, she, it, they often, I find, show you the ridiculousness of your behavior. Just look at you going, what's going on there? Like, I was cracking it in the car the other day. Yeah. Um, Leonard handed me an icy pole. Because uh, he didn't want it anymore. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God. And I'm driving. Yeah. And I didn't necessarily want it, but I certainly didn't want it all over the car. It was dripping everywhere. Yeah. And he handed it to me. And I, I sort of, as I'm driving along, I grabbed it off him. And then it was melted so much, it just fell straight off the stick into my lap. Yeah. Um, onto the seat. down, And it, well, there's just um, lemonade icy pole all over the place. And I lost it. <laughs> I was like, this is, I think, literally what I said. I went, for fuck's sake, mate. I'm operating a vehicle, and then you hand me. 
<laughs> you hand me a fucking icy pole and now it's melted all over the bloody seats. And he just looked at me like, seriously, he just went, all right, loser. You're the one that took it. Like, he didn't say, all right, loser. He said, yeah, but you're the one that took it. And I went, yeah, but you handed it to me at a time. He's like, yeah, but you dropped it. Oh, and I was like, you. Oh, no way. Fair enough. And no. That's well, he, the worst. He's right. I did accept it. He said, here, Dad. And I went, yeah, and took it. I accepted it. But still, I was just annoyed at the whole situation. I am operating heavy machinery. Oh, I am operating a vehicle. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, lemonade, I suppose. It's probably the best flavour. That's what life's made of. Yeah, it's so good. So delicious. You hear that baby in the background? Yeah. No, oh, it's really annoying. Nah. Because it's not my baby <laughs> So I don't care It's nah. like when you're on the plane If someone else's kid's crying I, I couldn't give a shit At least I know he's there Exactly You know he's alive I'm actually the opposite on planes I don't, I don't, It doesn't bother me that my kid cries Oh really? Other, other people's kids crying Annoy the shit out of me Especially when I'm on a plane without my kids Oh no I'm I like, couldn't I'm without my kids Can you shut your kid up? No I couldn't care less if someone really? else's. I've never Even before I had kids It just didn't worry me Actually uh, I shot my mouth off there. I don't even mind that much. Russell Howard cannot stop repeating a line um, that I told him just as an anecdotal story. He thinks it's so funny. I was on a plane on my own um, without Leonard, who was about three at the time, and there was a new mum sitting across the aisle from me yeah. with a new baby, and the baby was not having a, didn't, having a bad time. And there was a few people craning their heads around, giving her the kind of look where you think you're saying yeah. something, but you said nothing. What, yeah. do you, what, mate? What? Do you need to say? To the lady, to shut the kid up. <laughs> so I thought I would say something to her to reassure her, yeah. and I just looked at her very just quietly, just went, "Sorry, I've got one." <laughs> <laughs> and she looked at her button and went, "I have baby. I, I've, I've got a baby." So anyway, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it was so awkward. Uh, and the idea that a baby has any idea that it's doing what it's doing. No. Or yeah, that a parent at certain moments can even do anything to stop it. They just get sad. Their ears start popping on like uh, oh, on mate. the thing. You know, like I've had those nasal headaches where you feel like your eye was about oh. to fucking burst on the plane. Man, like the, the worst. The absolute worst. You think if, you're going to die. What if it, like a two-year-old has one of those? Man, there was a flight where I was coming um, down into New Zealand, actually. It was one of the worst. I'd had a cold, so my sinuses were full of mucus. That's when you usually have it, isn't it? And it, it yeah. expanded. And I was like a baby. I was making audible noises at we, I was going. Uh, 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 uh. I was, was <laughs> so sorry. I was trying to vibrate my brain better. Uh, 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 uh. I was rocking back and forth in my seat, <laughs> just like, uh, uh, uh. like I was making like moaning noises, like a crazy person. People around just looking at me, but I couldn't help it. I was like, I'm in severe pain. It really hurt. It really hurt. Maybe we shouldn't be rocketing through the air. With those <laughs> <metal tubes. laughs> my head's going to explode. This is fucked. <laughs> Uh, Too good That theme song uh, Was very repetitive yesterday But that is what parenting is Fucking repetitive Yeah Yesterday's podcast Was a day in the life of a parent That's it It's just over and over and over The same old thing And when it finishes It just 
fucking starts back up again. <laughs> and there's bits about it you like, there's bits about it you don't, but when it's over, fuck you're glad it's finished. And then uh, a little bit in, you're like, oh yeah, this is pretty funny, a little bit more, this is fucking the worst. You get to the end, I don't know why I sat through all of that, to be honest. Yeah. Just like parenting. <laughs> well, right at the end, I bet you you thought the same thing that everyone does at the end of their life. I wish I spent more time with the opener. <laughs> I wish I'd spent some more time with that theme song. <laughs> Uh, thanks for listening uh, Guys Hey thanks heaps For tuning in again To shooting with the door open Go and like the Facebook page Spread the word Hit subscribe Do all the things uh, If you've got mates That you think would love this Then tell them we'll Spread the yeah. community of Share shit the word Share it around It'll be great Alright Bye Dads